Welcome to Precious Beloved and Something Else. In today's episode, we talk about the Holy Mass and what is going on in the spiritual realm during the most amazing sacrament. So sit back, grab a nice warm hot fudge sundae, and enjoy the podcast. Wow! Welcome back, Mallory! Katie, I'm so glad to be back. Oh, so good. So what's been going on? Tell us all the deets. Yeah, I'm going to keep these updates brief because we have a lot to dive into this episode. But I am back in Greenville for school. I'm so glad to be back. And um, we have our Seek Focus Conference coming up this upcoming weekend. I am so thrilled. I cannot wait. I've been counting down the days. And we're doing it with NC State. And man, I'm just super excited to bring all my friends and just experience SEEK for the first time. I went to SLS last year, but I've never gone to a SEEK conference. So yeah, I'm really excited. And yeah, that's that's about it for me. What about you, Katie? Things are going well over here, Mal. Um, as everyone knows, our university has gone back to school. Some students are on campus for the most part. Everyone's online. Um, I'm not even sure if there are some hybrid classes going on, but I'm still back at home doing online classes. I'm alive, but I'm dead, if anyone knows that reference. Um, classes are going well. They're kicking my butt right now, but we're doing the best we can. And I went to confession yesterday, which was really awesome because I haven't been in a long time. So I'll give you more on that when we speak about this article that we're going to be talking about in this episode today. Um, it's really amazing. So I'm just going to pass this over to Mallory and she's going to give us an intro on this document that we'll be speaking about today. Yeah, thank you so much. So uh, our missionary, one of our missionaries, Lindsay, showed me this article um, when we were just hanging out and holy crap, can't thank that girl enough because it is absolutely incredible. And I just, as soon as I finished reading the whole thing through, I was like, I think everybody needs to just know about this. Why does nobody know about this? Why is no one talking about this? So we're making a whole episode about it because I think this is so incredible so um, the link to this article will be in the show notes. I'll explain it later um, at the end, towards the end of this podcast. But the article is called The Holy Mass Explained to Catalina by Mary and Jesus. So basically, Mary and Jesus came to this girl Catalina and explained what's going on during the sp- in the spiritual realm during when we are at the mass, if that makes sense. Um, Her bishop, who unfortunately cannot pronounce his name, um, has approved this message. So that's super cool. And we're just going to be sharing our favorite um, points from it's from a booklet titled The Holy Mass. And yeah, Jesus Mary explained to Catalina what's going on the spiritual realm during the mass and how we can be more concentrated on the mission on the mysteries that are taking place during that time. LOL. I almost said missionaries. Can't get that word out of my mouth. LOL. Anyway, let's get started. Okay, so we're going to talk about our points that stuck out and Katie's going to start us off. Yes, thank you so much, Mallory. Again, I really think that this article is amazing. Yesterday, Mallory and I were just um, FaceTiming and just catching up, talking about what we wanted to talk about in this next podcast episode. And for a while, we were pretty dry on the ideas, but then she brought up this article that she read recently. And I was like, can you read it to me while like I'm doing this thing right now? She was like, no, you have to like sit down and read it. It's really long, but like, it's amazing. 
Um, so, I mean, what's not to point out about this article, it really, really hit me hard. I got to say it's pretty lengthy, but if you're going to read it in the future, I really just recommend that you just set aside some good time to really read it, like really read it and not just skim through it. Really just try to envision yourself in this scene, picture what's going on, the people around you, like picture yourself in a church, maybe it's your home parish or a church that like you really, really like, um, picture the altar, picture the fountains, picture the, um, I mean, just imagine what it smells like. Maybe you smell that incense inside of a church. Maybe you like see burning candles. Um, imagine the pews, imagine people kneeling, like just really envision what's going on around you. Um, I really want you guys, if you're going to read it, to go into it with an open mind and an open heart to really just let the Holy Spirit work. So I know that Mallory is going to talk about this later on and um, what really struck out to her. Um, but one of the parts during the Mass is the offertory. Um, and I'm just going to read this one clip where Mary is talking to Catalina, kind of talking about how we're supposed to pray during the offertory. Mary tells Catalina, and I quote, Lord, I offer all that I am, all that I have, all that I can. I put everything into your hands. Build it up, Lord, with the little thing that I am. By the merits of your son, transform me, God Almighty. I petition you for my family, for my benefactors, each member of our apostolate, for all the people who fight against us, for those who commend themselves to my poor prayers. Teach me to lay down my heart as if on the ground before them, so that their walk may be less severe. This is how the saints prayed. This is how I want all of you to do it. So I want you guys to really just think about, you know, how, how are we praying during the offertory? Maybe we'll, we'll say things like, God, I, I had this test coming up this week. Like, I really hope I do well. So I'm going to give that to you. Um, God, you know, I, I'm working this week and I'm scared about COVID and um, I really don't know what to do. So I'll give that to you. But Mary just really challenges us to really dig deeper into what we're offering to the Lord to really sacrifice ourselves as God really sacrificed all of himself on the cross for us, the ultimate sacrifice. And then later on um, during the mass, we kind of start to hear Jesus speak through um, and he's speaking directly to Catalina. And, you know, we go through receiving communion and now she's back in her seat and Jesus allows her to listen in to a prayer of a woman that's sitting either in front of her or next to her, I forget. Um, but she listens in and this woman is praying to the Lord after she's received communion. And she says, and I quote, Lord, remember that we are at the end of the month. I don't have the money to pay the rent, the car payments, nor the children's school. You have to do something to help me. Please make my husband stop drinking so much. I cannot bear it anymore. Him being intoxicated so much. And my youngest son is going to repeat the next year if you don't help him. He has exams this week. And do not forget our neighbor who must move. Let her do it right away. I can't stand her anymore. And she goes on, et cetera, et cetera. Um, maybe you have similar prayers that you say to yourself during the mass. Maybe you say that after communion, you kind of just give up some things to the Lord that are really bothering you and you really need help with. And you just kind of say those prayers to yourself, right? Um, so after she listens in to this prayer of this woman, 
Jesus then goes on to say, did you take note of her prayer? So we're not only supposed to be praying for ourselves and for our own needs, but we should be praying for those around us. So if you're streaming mass or you're in mass with somebody else, you should be praying for those around you as well. Not just for yourself, for your family and your own friends, but for, for all beings. Um, Jesus then goes on to say, not a single time did she tell me that she loves me. Not a single time did she thank me for the gift that I've given her by bringing down my divinity to her poor humanity in order to elevate her to me. Not a single time has she said, thank you, Lord. It's been a litany of requests. And so are almost all of those who come to receive me. So it's not just her, it's so many people. And I know that like I fall victim to this as well. I've died for your love and I am risen. For love, I await each one of you. For love, I remain with you. And you do not realize that I need your love. Remember that I'm the beggar of love in this sublime hour for the soul. Guys, just kind of sit back, rewind what I just said, listen to that again, or even just pull up the article and read that. Guys, Jesus needs us. Um, At the end of the day, yes, Jesus could do everything that he's done in the past, everything he does now, and everything he will do in the future without us. But point blank period, he does not want that. He died for us. That's the ultimate sacrifice that anyone could do for us. He just loves us so much. And yet to this day, we mess up. We lead lives of sin and we choose not to acknowledge his presence sometimes. Even if we're doing our best, like it's probably stale, most likely not enough. And that's, this is where I started to break when I read this article, right? So then, you know, we finish up communion and, you know, mass is over. We do the final, final prayers and you sing your exit hymn and you start to say goodbye to your friends um, or other people at the mass and you leave. You've now checked off your Sunday obligation box for the week. Maybe now you'll go to Sunday brunch with your family or come home to a bunch of last minute homework assignments and studying. Guys, how much time are we really spending with the Lord on Sundays? Jesus tells us to rest on the Sabbath, but like many of us, we don't rest. So now I'm going to read this really long section. Um where Jesus is having this really intimate moment with Catalina after um, communion, after the mass is ended. And he says, Lord, truly, how much time do you stay with, or sorry, Catalina says, Lord, truly, how much time do you stay with us after communion? She wants to know that, like how long he's there. Does he always stay with us? Um, And he answered, he kind of laughs at this and says, all the time that you want to have me with you, If you speak to me all day long, offering me some words during your chores, I will listen to you. I am always with you. It is you who leaves me. You will leave the mass and the day of obligation ends. You kept the day of the Lord and it is now finished for you. You do not think that I would like to share your family life with you at least that day. In your homes, you have a place for everything, a room for each activity, a room to sleep, another to cook, another to eat. Which place have you made for me? It should not be a place where you only have an image which collects dust all the time, but a place at least where at least five minutes a day a family meets to give thanks for the day, for the gift of life, to ask for the needs of the day, to ask for blessings, protection, health. Everything has a place in your homes except me. 
men place their day, their week, their semester, their vacations. They know what day they're going to rest, what day they'll go to the movies or to a party or visit grandmother or the grandchildren, the children, their friends, and to their amusements. How many families say at least once a month, this is the day for our turn to go and visit Jesus in the tabernacle? The whole family comes to talk to me. How many sit down in front of me and have the conversation with me, telling me that it how it's been since the last time, telling me their problems, the difficulties, the difficulties they have, asking me what they need, making me part of these, how many times? And he goes on to like talk about and really just dig into like how much time we're spending with him. And guys, when I tell you like I was breaking, I was breaking because at the end of the day, like I don't really think any of us really dedicate enough time to him because like I feel like all of us should dedicate all of our time to him but you know most of us don't do that so I mean once I I won't read any more of the article to you because I already read a lot and I really just hope other people just take this article to heart and read it on their own but it really just makes you think about how we're worshiping during the mass and after reading at least that section and the entire article I was like wow I really am broken um, and I wanted to repair my relationship with God. I wanted to do better. I wanted to be better for him. Um, so after reading this article, I looked up confession times at my local parish um, and they were actually doing confession in two hours from when I was after I finished reading. So I quickly got ready and started to do an examination of consciousness and guys, when I went to confession, it was really, really good. It was really amazing to just be freed of those sins. It felt like a huge weight was truly being lifted off my shoulders. And I'm just so, so, so grateful that I got to receive that sacrament. And after I left, I feel like things were starting to really already turn around for me. Um, I know that a lot of students right now are stressing about school and kind of going into that transition from break into school again. Um, but I really started to feel like I had a clear mind and a clear heart, clean slate to really start with. Um, all of those assignments that I was struggling with, like I had two topics left on my math Alex homework that I was struggling with for at least three days. I got to finish those and I did them with ease. My, my studying came easier to me all because I was able to dedicate more time to the Lord. Um, so at the end of the day, I really do think that Jesus is the answer. And that's all I'll say for my points. I know that it was a lot to kind of comprehend and think about. Um, and that's not even the entire article. It's really, really long, guys, but I really recommend it. So I'm going to now pass it over to Mallory, and she's going to give you her points. Dang. I am just speechless right now. Thank you so much, Katie, for um, sharing. That it was incredible. And, I mean, if, it's, if this article is going to help you all with your Alex homework, I mean, drop everything you're doing right now because your girl is struggling over here. So I'm going to go read this again. Just kidding. But, um, yeah, that was incredible. Thank you so much. Um, I, yeah, was just shook when I was reading this article. It um, completely wrecked me like it wrecked Katie. I thank you. Um, yeah, couldn't read it without just it encountering you in some way. Um, so I'm going to just share three points from this article that really um, stood out to me and do a deep dive into them. Um, but yeah, these are, this is just scratching the surface. There's so much more to this article and I could not encourage you enough. Please, please read it. It's so good. So incredible. But um, so this is 
towards the beginning of the mass and Catalina is talking with Mary and Mary says to Catalina from the bottom of your heart, ask the Lord to forgive your faults that have offended him. In this way, you will be able to participate worthily in the privilege of assisting at the Holy Mass. Then Catalina thinks to herself, surely I am in the state of grace of God. I went to confession last night, which is something I think is so relatable. I know when I come out of confession, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a saint for a second. Not in like a prideful way. I think just in a state of joy. But Mary goes on to say, do you think that since last night you have not offended the Lord? Let, remi- let me remind you of a few things. And then Mary proceeds to remind Catalina of how she's failed to be charitable with someone. She just experienced road rage and was like mm, getting a little feisty in the car. And then she just barely made it to mass on time, was rushing in the door, just barely got there. And I don't know, this really just struck me because I think it's, it's so important to realize just how sinful we are, you know? But this shouldn't be like depressing to you or you shouldn't despair about this. It really emphasizes the fact of just how merciful God is, that he's still inviting us to participate in the Holy Mass. Just ask for his forgiveness. And this isn't like, oh, you can just do this and not go to confession because confession, yeah, super important. But I don't know. This just really, really struck me because yeah, I thought that was just, mm, just good stuff, you know? Um, but yeah, so that, that was, that was my first point. Super cool. The second topic I want to, not topic, point, I guess, um, that I want to talk about is the offertory that Katie mentioned earlier. She was talking about the, um, prayer that Mary wants us or how Mary thinks or says we, we should pray. And so we just did that. So if you want to go back, listen to that again, go for it. Um, And I just wanted to talk about what happens after this. Catalina said suddenly she saw some figures that she had not previously seen before. And she says, and soon the cathedral became full of the young, beautiful, became full of young, beautiful people. They were dressed in very right robes and they started to move into the central aisle and then went towards the altar. And then Mary says to Catalina, observe, they are the guardian angels of each one of the persons who are here. This is the moment in which your guardian angel carries your offerings and petitions before the altar of the Lord. Hello? Like, what the heck? Is that not incredible? I was reading this and I was in a, I was doing my holy hour in um, St. Peter's here in Greenville. And I'm just praying and I'm like, oh my gosh, it like really just puts it all into perspective like that our guardian angels, because I don't know, I think it's so easy to just like low key forget that they're there and they're not really talked about too much. And that shook me. I was just, mm, that had me wrecked for a hot second. So then Catalina went on to describe it as some of them were carrying something like a golden bowl with something that shone a great deal with the golden white light. Then Mary said, they are the guardian angels of people who are offering this holy mass for many intentions. Those who are conscious of what the celebration means. They have something to offer. They have something to offer to the Lord. Then Catalina saw other angels with nothings in their hand. And Mary said, those are the angels of people who here who are here, but never offer anything. They have no interest in living in living each liturgical moment of the mass. And they have no gifts to carry before the altar of the Lord. Um, so yeah, then Catalina saw one more group of angels and she said at the end of the procession came other angels who were rather sad with their hands joined in prayer, but with their eyes downcast. 
Mary went on to say, These are the guardian angels of the people who are here but do not want to be here. That is to say, of the people who have been forced to come here, who have come out of obligation, but without any desire to participate in the Holy Mass. The angels go forth sadly because they have nothing to carry to the altar except for their own prayers. Then Mary says, do not sadden your guardian angel. Ask for much. Ask for the conversion of sinners, for peace in the world, for your families, your neighbors, and for those who ask for your prayers. Ask. Ask for much. But not only for yourselves, but for everyone else. Dang. So, wow. So good. Um, Yeah, so much struck me in that point. I think... I want my guardian angel to be happy. I don't know about y'all. So now like going into the mass, I cannot wait for this part. I I just offer everything. And I think it's so important. Mary says, pray for peace in the world, for the conversion of sinners. I think sometimes it's so easy to be like, oh, I want to pray for things that are more close to home because those seem so big and obscure, right? But it's the power of prayer, y'all. I think, I know that's something I struggled with. I still do, you know, just thinking like, oh, is my prayer really like that one little prayer? Is that going to do anything? This is so encouraging. Mary, the mother of God, is telling us to pray for these things. So, girl, we got to listen. Or guy, you know, we got all these listeners. But um, I just, uh, it's it's so cool. And I think this is something we should definitely be keeping in the forefront of our minds during um our mass because yeah it's just gonna make this experience so much different so let's make our guardian angels happy they're gonna have the best it's sunday today so i cannot wait i just mm, it's gonna be great i'm really hyped so next sunday y'all get ready get ready to make those guardian angels happy i'm excited i want to hear about it it's gonna be so good it's gonna be a party up in heaven it really is they're all gonna be hanging out and then, yeah, finally, I just have one um, last point that I want to highlight. It's a small one, but it's just too cool not to share. Um, this is during the part of the Mass when the priest says, the peace of the Lord be with all of you. And then we're like, yeah, I'm with your spirit, and then the peace be with you. So then Catalina says, suddenly I, sung, I saw that among some, not all, other people who were embracing each other, a very intense light placed itself between them. I knew that it was Jesus, and I practically threw myself to embrace the person next to me. I could truly feel the embrace of the Lord in that light. It was him who embraced me, giving him, giving me his peace, because in that moment, I had been able to forgive and remove from my heart all the grief against other people. That is what Jesus wants, to share that moment of joy, hugging us and wishing us his peace. Y'all, um, what? in the world I literally was reading this I just came out of mass and I was reading this and I was like why did I not read this earlier because I was like I just want to hug everybody in the church right now that is so cool that Jesus is literally hugging us I'm speechless in that you know I talk a lot so that that that's a lot but um yeah I cannot wait to go to mass again and just yeah do just participate in that part of the mess. It's I'm a big hugger, y'all. My um my love language is that they were tied for my top two was physical touch because I just love hugging people and quality time. And how this is just another way that Jesus can love me through my love language because I think it's so hard with like physical touch. Like oh how can Jesus? But there's I could make a whole podcast episode about this. So there are ways. Let me tell you. But this is just another way. That literally in the mass during the peace be with you. I don't know what it's officially called. So, so sorry if that's not correct. But um, 
Jesus is literally hugging us. How incredible is that? So yeah, those are my three points. I would love to hear y'all. So please read this. Slide into our DMs at our Instagram at precious.beloved.podcast and um, just let us know what you're thinking. But now we're going to just jump into how we think this is going to change the way we go to Mass or um, just like our outlook on everything after reading this article. So I'm going to let Katie start us off. Thank you so much, Mal, for sharing those insights. Those were all amazing. I know that before we recorded, we just had to kind of break apart what we were going to say because we could talk about so many things in this article that weren't even discussed. Like a lot of us had those same insights about stuff that was going on with the offertory with the saints and with Mary telling us how to pray and all those things. Um, So it was hard to pick just a couple of things to speak about in this episode. So I really just hope you guys take the time to fully read this article um, because I really think that it's going to help you just stop going through the motions at mass. You know, I think a lot of people go to mass and they're like, okay, we're going to stand up here. We're going to sit down here. We're going to kneel here. Then like, you know, we'll do our getting couple of prayers. We'll recite these things. We're going to do a reading and then we're going to sing a psalm and then we're going to do another reading and then the Gloria, you know, like we're not going through the motions at mass. Like after reading this article, you'll know, like, this is how we're supposed to pray. This is how we're supposed to really worship during the mass. You know, we're not just supposed to sit there, listen to the homily and then go about our days. You know, we should really be sitting there praying, reflecting on the word of God and how we're going to just spread that as we leave. You know, when we are listening to a priest homily, we should be listening um, just like really deeply, like analyzing our own lives and how we can apply those lessons that we learn in the homily into our daily lives. You know, that's what Jesus wants us to do, to apply what we've learned during the mass into our own lives. So again, I really just hope you guys read this article because not only is, you know, Jesus and Mary talking to us during the mass, like they want us to be saints. They want us to to be with them in heaven. And like, this is exactly how the way we're supposed to do it. So I think it'll really transform a lot of people. And I really pray for that. I pray for all of you guys, you know, Um, I want the best for everyone. So yeah, really, really 10 out of 10 recommend this article. What about you, Mal? Yeah, um, just how wouldn't this change the way we go to mass, right? You can't, like I said earlier, you cannot read this and not be touched in some way. Um, This is just really, yeah, uniting me more to the sacrament more than ever before. I was previously, I mean, just yeah the guardian angel thing because that really shook me I wasn't even thinking about my guardian angel during mass or at least not really maybe a little bit but like now complete game changer dudes that's so cool um not saying like previously before reading this article I was like zoning down to mass all the time or not caring or not that I was perfect by any means because I think I was definitely somewhere in the middle I was striving I had yeah, just been interested in learning more about the Mass and why we do certain things and uh, how I can, yeah, unite myself more to the sacrament. And if y'all are feeling any of those same feelings or those same thoughts, read this article. It will help you so much. Um, uh, Yeah, and I'm going to just be linking this article in the show notes. Um, So it's just that little button. I I know an Apple podcast, you just click details. It'll be right there. And I'm also going to be linking... um, Father Mike, who we all love so much, has this 
talk from Seek 2019. Um, it's called Pray the Mass Like Never Before. Um, yeah, last year I was really wanting just to learn a lot about, yeah, why do we pray certain things in the Mass? Why the heck do we like repeat things back and forth? What is happening? And my missionary MJ um, recommended this to me when I, yeah, I was first thinking about this stuff and it was so good. So I recommend that you watch that, read this article, Dang, you'll be changed. And if you're not, I'll, I'll Venmo you a penny or something. But um, yeah, I'm so, so thankful that Katie was chill with us making this podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And yeah, if you have any questions, please let us know. Um, follow us on Instagram at precious.beloved.podcast. And um, also, I've been meaning to say in these podcast episodes, no one has reviewed our dang podcast on iTunes. And I really, I just want to see something written. My day would be like, oh, unless it's bad, please don't do that. But if you like want to write something up, my heart would be very full. And it's pretty full right now reading this article. So like, I would just be fine. So please, please, that would be super cool. Or just leave us a review. That's how um, this podcast will reach more people. And yeah, uh, Katie, any final words, parting, parting statements? Yeah, guys, just maybe go ahead and read that article. I think that it's really going to help you guys when you are going to mass or even like if you're a new Catholic or thinking about going into the Catholic faith, like you should really just learn how to be at mass from like the pros, Mary and Jesus, like this is how we should be doing it. So I really recommend that you guys read this article um, one thing that I really want to start doing is just posting on our social media pages more often. So if you guys have any prayer requests that we can do for you guys, we'd love to be praying for you. Um, pray for others above all else, you know, um, just do your best every single day, strive to grow deeper in your relationship with God, love him above all things and glorify him in all your actions. So without further ado, always remember that you are precious. Beloved, Beloved and some Bye, y'all. God bless.